Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Over. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Uh, good evening, kids and kittens. Uh, yeah, there yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. he is. <laughs> Let me try that again. Thank you, Professor Medley. Thank you, Gerald. It is Tuesday, September 8th of 2020. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition on Radio TFI. And also mentioned that because today is Tuesday, it is Temper Tantrum Tuesday. Yes! And trust me, we've got a few. We hope you join us uh, with a few of your own here. You know how to get a hold of us. Old uh, Gerald just told you, by the way. Or you could even go over there. <laughs> there, there. I can't quite. There. Oh, that's not it. There it is. <laughs> For you radio folks, John's trying to point out I'm the trying numbers to point. on the I'm screen. I'm trying to figure out this whole pointing thing. He made fun well, of me not... last night. Let's see, it's right there. Well, that's yeah. easy for you to do. It's right there. Oh. There, now it's easy for me too. <laughs> oh, anyway, can continue on. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I am John Shannon, and now back in his own little. Really, we should do this with me being west of you. Anyways, that would make the most sense. It all depends but anyways, on where you're, on where you're sitting. from. The from the Radio TFI Executive Tower. The palatial suites in Queens, New York. It is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good evening, sir. Good evening, kids and kittens. Uh, and now I'm officially allowed to speak. Uh, how are you all today? I trust you all had a wonderful day, except you folks out in Colorado. Man, you you were sweltering at 92 yesterday. You got a foot of snow today. <laughs> Some parts of Colorado got nailed. I feel for you. I, it's not funny at all. It's not funny, but they literally went from like 90 down to 37 in less than 24 hours. Uh, it, it's cuckoo, cuckoo go nuts out there. Cocoa Puffs kind of cuckoo. But anyway, everybody else, and I hope you've had your good day. You're relaxed, feet up, your uh, your favorite pet at your side, fire crackling in the, uh, in the distance, a, a snifter of brandy. 
nestled comfortably between your fingers on your hand. As you sit down, relax, and ready to listen to me whine like a little bitch for the next 40 minutes. Snifter of brandy. Snifter of brandy, baby. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, you're going to need it tonight. You might you might want to bust out the bourbon, too. I was going to say, I think this is going to be a Jim Beam or Jack Daniels Ooh, night, to be honest yeah, with you. We may be playing George Thurgood all night long. One bourbon, <laughs> one scotch, one beer. One beer. I drink alone. Oh, George has got a lot of good drinking songs. Yes, he does. <laughs> absolutely. He absolutely does. So... Yeah, and it's 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. And we'll let Ed point it out. There you go. And if you want to do it via the Twitter, there it is over there. Taxi Stand Hour on the Twitter. On on the Twitter. There it is over there. And that's John. <laughs> and that's the name of the show up there. We got a couple of things that I, I specifically wanted to uh, cover that uh, we just didn't have quite enough time for yesterday. Plus the fact that Ed is promising a huge rant. And there's actually a couple of other people that are kind of having a little pissy fit, uh, pissy fit rants Hiss- themselves here that will... Hissy uh, fit. Hissy fit. I said pissy fit. What's the difference? Yeah, okay. By the way, I'm not having a rant. I'm having a tirade. So, uh oh, oh yeah, uh oh. Well, buckle I'll up, tell kids. You it's going to be a bumpy ride. Okay, well then, this way I'll know how much time I have to work with here. You so. go, you go right ahead. No, no, no. You do your thing. I'll get there when I get there. Okay, well, so yesterday, let me let me run through a couple of headlines here real quick before I get to the to the main meat and potatoes. This will make this will make Ed either laugh or even piss him off even more. But they just had the official numbers in, and apparently, twenty percent of U.S. Uh, COVID nineteen cases between August second and September second can be directly linked to guess what? Sturgis. You you get the Cupid doll, my I buddy. Do, I do. So, so I guess the uh, that cover band doing uh, Steely Dan hits was well worth it for everybody. Oh yeah, well then of course all the places where where the bikers go to watch uh, have their fat old ladies uh, uh, waggle out their boobs too. You know that's a big tradition in, at Sturgis as well. Yeah, well it, it is what it is, and uh, you know it's unfortunate, and but it's a shame. What's really a shame is that nobody could have predicted this. Oh, no, not at all. You know what the only thing missing in Sturgis? Boats. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing missing. (laughs) Well, I mean, you do have to have lakes somewhat nearby. Details, details. Look, Lake Sturgis, it would have been perfect. It would have been... uh... But anyway, I, I, I won't interfere with you anymore because, heaven forbid, I wouldn't want you to get on a temper tantrum with me or about me. Oh, I, why would I ever do that? <laughs> oh, the why reasons. in the world would I ever? And, and, and look at this. I'm even trying to give you stories to put you in a good mood. Well, go right ahead. Like this one. Like this one here. 
DC Comics is announcing that a uh, they're putting out Wonder Woman of History to feature real world heroes. Oh, good for them, including mm-hmm. including the one and only your smitten little Wonder Woman of her own. There, AOC. Um, AOC. All right. As well as a representative um, Rashida, uh, I can't pronounce her last name to save my ass. Talib. Talib. Yes. Uh, former presidential candidate and Senator Elizabeth Warren mm-hmm. is on that. Other names on there are, include Supreme Court Justice Ruth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the notorious RBG. Yes. Uh, tennis star Serena, uh, excuse me, Serena Williams. She is. She's a beast in the nicest way. Oh, exactly. Uh, let's see. Who else do they have in here? Beyonce. Well, she's Queen Bay, man. Come on. Come on. Now. And somebody I've never heard of here, alternative comedian Tig Notaro. Tig Notaro. She's, uh, she's very funny. Uh, she, she is... I don't want to say she's an acquired taste. She's not. She just, uh, let me put it this way. She's the, uh, oh, the Walmart. No, no, that's not even, you know what? The way she, her appearance just makes you think of a, of a, of a middle, middle class white dude. She's gay. And, uh, you know, she just dresses real, real plain, you know, button down shirts, that kind of thing. And slacks. Cool. That's her, uh, you know, and I don't mean lady slacks. I mean, you know, like chinos. No, that, no. That kind of Oh, thing. I hear you. But but she's also very funny. Very funny. I've, I've seen her many, many times. And, you know, she's shown up in some movies and TV shows and all that. And she's I'll, have to, fan, fantastic I'll have to writer. dig up something on her on uh, YouTube here. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's very funny. Definitely sounds interesting. Well, because this uh, particular piece was written by... Uh, Somebody uh, from Daily uh, Daily Wire. I don't know. Are you familiar with that particular rag? Uh, not off the top of my head. I'm sure I've seen pieces from it. I mean, there's so many. Well, they're not even rags anymore. Uh, but you know, well, there's a, there's it, a it, lot. Is, it is. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I think they've actually got uh, the the uh, the guy that is behind it. His name is Ben Shapiro. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with that. Okay. So, um, they, they, of course, whoever wrote the story here, Emily uh, Zanati, I think the name is uh, here. I'll give you uh, made, made a point, or made it a point to let us all know there were no conservative women on this list. And that's unfortunate. Because that's just... I, I, I find that hard to believe that there were no conservative women. Barbara Bush comes to mind immediately. Immediately. Uh, She, you know, uh, there's, there are, I I don't like that. That's, that's not fair. That's Uh not fair to, uh, you know, obviously it's a left-leaning publication there's no question well no the publication is right-leaning and that's why they made sure that they let us know there were no conservative uh, women well that's on this list now maybe that was dc comics or hollywood or 
or whoever that was behind doing this. Oh, uh, oh, okay. I see what's going on now. The the article is saying, well, DC didn't take any conservative. Yeah, yeah, that's that makes sense now. Oh, Ben Shapiro. I was thinking of I was thinking of somebody else. Um, but uh, but anyway, you cut it. No, that's you again. You can't tell me there hasn't been one, not one conservative woman. I think that I think the. Uh, prerequisite is that they have to be alive and um i can't off the top of my head think of any of them that are alive right now is barbara bush still with us oh no oh no i was, was gonna say well yeah so they have to be alive that was one of the two funerals that uh, uh the, the trumpster was not invited to ah uh, him and john mccain yeah exactly and he wasn't invited to the royal wedding with uh, harry and megan so <laughs> it is what I mean in that world that's a big deal that's a big snub well I, I like I said I don't feel you know there, I can't think of any woman who would identify right now as a conservative who as most of the conservative women you know are quick to point out or you know in that cage, in that uh, cage where uh, they could you know Donald Trump could grab their uh their kitty anytime he wanted to type uh, line. So, well, I agree with you that currently any elected conservative women uh, don't deserve a place anywhere except on the unemployment line because they're all sitting there uh, being quiet about everything that's going on. Susan Collins, where where's she in all this? Does she still feel that? Is she still concerned about Donald Trump? Because you know. You kind of let him, you know, you, you, you've... Let him off the hook. So, anyway, that's... Look, any, any recognition AOC gets is okie-dokie by me. Absolutely. You know that. I'm Absolutely. just... A, I'm just a... a, a what can I say? She, You know, I'm at a point I can't even watch her on, on videos because I'm just so flustered, flustered by her. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't looked at a girl like this since I was about 16. I mean, she to me, she's real. She's the cat's, she's the bee's knees and the cat's pajamas. What can I tell you? Oh, but I literally so, have, I literally have pieces of clothing older than her. That's no joke. I'm sure you do. I do. I'm wearing some I'm, of it right now. I'm sure you do. So, let me get to this here real quick, and Take we we can time. spend a little bit of, Take we can spend time. a little bit of time talking about it here. Um, and this shouldn't really surprise me, but uh, in a way it does, even still. But it's from CNBC, and it uh, says full-time minimum wage workers cannot afford a two-bedroom rental anywhere in the U.S. and cannot afford a one-bedroom rental in 95% of U.S. counties, according to the national law excuse me, the, last, the National Low Income Housing Coalition's uh, annual report. Didn't we talk about this a couple of days ago or last week? No, I, I, I previewed it a little bit yesterday. I thought we had this discussion already. But it's no, okay. Sir. It's okay. Maybe we had it off so, air. We might have had it off air. Mm, okay. Uh, the report released Tuesday 
defines affordable as spending no more than 30% of monthly income on rent in line with what most budgeting experts recommend. Yeah, good luck with uh, that. Nationally, NLA, or IHC puts the housing wage for 2020 or what a full-time worker must make in order to afford a four mar- or, excuse me, fair market rental without spending 30% of their income at $23.96 an hour hmm. for a two-bedroom rental and $19.56 an hour for a one-bedroom. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. That's that's crazy. That means even if the average hourly worker who earns $18.22 an hour cannot afford rent, uh, the report says. Many workers deemed essential during the coronavirus pandemic earn even less. Grocery store cashiers uh, earn a median wage of $11.61 an hour, mm-hmm. while building while building cleaner workers and home health care personnel aides uh, earn $12.94. Well, it's... I, you know, I don't know what to say, to be quite honest with you. Uh, because remember, as you start raising salaries, you have to start raising prices. And it gets into an endless... I, I agree. Look, there are many ways we could solve this. Jeff Bezos makes $13 million a day, literally. And I'm going to get on him in a little bit. Uh, so it's not like there's not money out there. I've always said how much... The, the richest of the rich, how much do you really truly need to get by? I look at it this way. I think about everything I could possibly want in the world for the rest of my life. Figure how much that would cost me. Multiply it by 10. And anything over that, give away. Now you've got everything you could ever possibly want with a nice cushion. Nobody's saying you shouldn't. If you know you're not entitled to comfort in your life, if you've worked and you've uh, generated or created a product or invented something, you 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 certainly have the right to enjoy the fruits of your labor. There's no question about it. But how many billions do you need? How many hundreds of millions of dollars do you need? And I'm not asking anybody to live in poverty. I'm talking about how many mansions do you need? How, you know, how many cars do you need? There's, you know, look at somebody like Warren Buffett. And I know he gives a lot to charity. And I'm not, I'm not picking on him because he's super wealthy. I'm picking on him because he lives his life like he's making $110,000 a year. You know, I think he gets a new car every couple of years. You know, he doesn't wear flashy clothes. You'd, uh, you know, looks like anybody else sitting in business class on an airplane or a commuter train or that kind of thing. Uh, but how much money do people really need? And uh, well, ask, ask. Uh, here's here's something for you. Ask uh, professional sports players. Well, that's. That and I is... love my professional sports just like the next guy. Well, keep in mind also, but, it, it tells you how much team owners have to throw around. To be able to throw, well, the, the the contracts, especially for the television contracts. I mean, this is one of the reasons why 
you know, the NBA and uh, Major League Baseball, NHL, they could afford to do with what they're doing without fans in the stands right. because they make a ton of money off of the off the uh, television contracts, off oh. television rights. Well, the leagues do, yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the individual teams make money like that um, as well, but of course they do count on the individual uh, the the uh, the fans coming in. Look, you got a seventy thousand seat stadium, and everybody's paying fifty bucks a game, fifty bucks a seat for a game. You do the math. That's a that's a ton of dough. That's what is that three and a half million dollars every Sunday, and that's before concessions and parking. And I understand you have to pay all the stadium people, blah blah blah. But and then this is on top of one of my one of my favorite things is you pay a a license to keep a seat for a season ticket holder. Yeah, isn't that a isn't that a kick I, in the nuts? I will watch the NFL from home. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're uh, absolutely right. I totally agree. Which is one of the reasons that the NFL instituted the blackout rule. Uh, I can remember back in the eighties and early nineties when the Dolphins were stinking up the joint with a local uh, radio station or or TV station the local TV station would buy up the last thousand tickets or guarantee them would guarantee them so that we would, we would be able to see the game. Something I saw in South Florida that I had never seen before a blackout on a Monday night. Oh, I think, I think it was my first year down there. It was 84. And, uh, so I, it was my first winter and all that. And I'm, so Monday night football was coming on. I'm in my little apartment and I, I'm all set up, ready to. I'm gonna watch watch Monday night football. Lo and behold, here comes a movie. I'm Did like, you play Heidi again? No, it was. <laughs> they got the game got blacked out because it didn't sell out in South Florida. So the local uh, the local ABC of uh, station uh, Channel Ten down there WPLG. Uh, you know, they couldn't show the game, so they had to show some old rickety movie. Uh, and uh, I had never, never experienced that before. The only other time there was a blackout, but it had to... Oh, we didn't get the, the national Monday night game because, this is great, uh, the year that the Marlins beat the Cleveland Indians for their first World Series title, Game seven went to Sunday, was played on Sunday. The Dolphins were supposed to play, I forget whoever, I think it was the Bears, actually. It was the Bears. They were supposed to play the Bears that Sunday. Well, they couldn't because the Marlins were hosting game seven. So they, uh, uh, we thought we were actually going to get both games. We thought we were going to get, you know, the Dolphin game on the local station. Uh-huh. And, and uh, no, we got the Dolphins versus the Bears. Chicago got Dolphins versus the Bears, and we didn't get the national game, which was fine. But it was just well. I mean, you were a Dolphins fan, so who cared? Did you right, know who right. the other two teams were? Yeah, it didn't matter. But it was just the idea of like, you're, like you're getting something for nothing. You're getting a freebie. That's you know on Monday <laughs> night. That's what we were looking at. So I don't know. How, oh yeah, we were talking about sports salaries and whatnot. Look, there's a ton of dough out there. Sport, you know. This is why I don't understand every time a, a, a team owner. Well, 
I need a new building for my team. Build one. Joe Robbie did it. Joe Robbie uh, is the reason there's professional sports in South Florida. And the, the shame is that his name is still not on that stadium. I am one of those people that still refer to it as Joe Robbie Stadium. Although they're, they're getting fewer and fewer because that was the original name of the stadium. He built it with his own money. He got tired of playing at the Orange Bowl. It was falling apart. It was, uh, oh, the Orange Bowl was not a pleasant place to be. I was only there a couple of times. Not a pleasant place to be. And uh, I understand it still, st- at least to when the last time I was down in that area, which was, mm. oh, 10 years ago? No, 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 about, about 18 years ago. Okay, 18 years ago, there. it was still standing. Uh, it's gone now because what sits in its place is Marlins Park. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Marlins Park, okay. I guess it's about five or six years now. Oh, no, the Orange Bowl was uh, was was still standing. Uh, they didn't use it for much. Even the U- University of Miami had moved their games over to Joe Robbie Stadium. And remember, you can't spell scum without UM. That's out of the eighties and the nineties in South Florida. That was a, it's a very localized thing, but uh, I see. But yeah, I, I I mean you've got, you know, they're all holding localities, local governments hostage for stadiums and all that. If you need a new cab, you don't go to the St. Paul City Council and threaten to leave. You go out and buy a new car, or you know you you replace it. <laughs> If I sold shoes, and I need a bigger shoe store. I need a nicer shoe store with amenities. You you better build me a shoe store before I uh, vamoose out of here and take my talents elsewhere. And you know you know what the response would be, John. Come on, everybody, so say it with me. In the ass. No, that's not the response. The response is oh, okay. See ya. I was gonna say you do it much better than I do, so. <laughs> Oh, one last thing here, and then uh, I'm going to cut you loose. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, I remember you saying a long time ago that this was a first lady you could get behind. That, all right. I want to explain (laughs) that remark. For those of you that don't, uh, when I first encountered young Mr. Shannon on the Twitter, he had posted something about I had I had started following him. And, Biggest uh, mistake you ever made. <laughs> big, oh, it's look what it's done to me! My goodness. Uh, and I think I replied to a tweet that he put out about Melania. He put a picture. I think you put a picture of one some of her nudie pictures or something up, and I and I responded with, "Well, there's a first lady I could get behind." Yeah, well, it looks like you got what you you got your wish. <laughs> it's also the first thing I said to you when I called you for the first time on the uh, light bulb station you were on. So, anyways, uh, she put out a tweet. Uh, I don't know if it was today or not. Uh, the uh, Lincoln Project ran with it afterwards, but anyway, she put out. Uh, the Atlantic uh, story is not true. It has become a very dangerous time when anonymous sources are believed oh. above all and else and no one else knows their motivation. 
This is not journalism. It is activism. And it is a disservice to the people of our great nation. One thing that the Lincoln Project uh, uh, pointed out, which she forgot, uh, maybe she should be careful when she tweets stuff because Twitter never forgets. That's right. Uh, that she was, um, I, I, I don't have their tweet, but basically she was front and center and then right behind the whole birther. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, she was right there. She was right there. There's a great interview with uh, Joy Behar. Joy Behar used to have a little show on CNN or Headline News. And uh, and they got into this. There's a clip on YouTube of it. And Joy was not being aggressive at her at all, but just saying, wait a second, you've done blah, blah. And by the way, as far as the uh, suckers and losers remark, as the reporter... And I can't think of her name at the moment. I don't have it in front of me. As she has said, well, they're not anonymous to me. I know who they are. She didn't get, and you know, just a piece of paper slipped under her office door. She spoke to people. And this comes back to, this bungee cord just pulls it right back to, is it plausible? Do you think this president could? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we did. that credibility train pulled out of the station a long, long time ago. You know, you don't get the benefit of the doubt on these kind of things anymore. Oh, his base will, you know, fake news, blah, 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 blah. But uh, I don't see that he wouldn't say it. I could s listen to what he says in public when he knows there's cameras on him. One can only imagine what, what comes out of that that uh that mouth when oh, he thinks I'm sure when he thinks uh he can't be held accountable for it and even when he is held accountable for it he's you know because one thing i've heard a couple of times today uh is that nobody nobody has defended him on this or denied it i should say except for the usual bunch of liars you know, the press secretary and blah, you know, the usual band of idiots. He lies and the rest of them swear to it. That's that's exactly it. So you don't see any of the military coming out. General Kelly isn't saying anything. He was there. He was there. We talked about this last night. You've got a ton of photos of all the world leaders at that cemetery with a couple of drops of rain, you know, uh, Trump likes to say, oh, the fog was so bad, the rain. It's never rained harder. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Look, he doesn't... For whatever reason... Uh, I, You know what? It, there's just so much inside me right now that upsets me about that that I'm just going to move on from that and just remember this, kids and kittens. The only thing you can hope for at this point his real reason for, for wanting to be president still is so he doesn't have to go to jail. All right? Uh, the only way he gets... Federal pardons don't mean a thing to him right now. It's the state of New York. That's what he's worried about. And a pardon doesn't, doesn't help him on that. Because he ain't getting a pardon from Cuomo, I can promise you that. I was just going to say. I can promise you that. 
That's a that's a phone call that's gonna go go straight to voicemail. I promise you, that's not happening in in anybody's lifetime. And uh, you know, uh, look, he'll get his eventually somehow some way. Uh, hopefully the kids will get theirs because they're they're all just as dirty as he is. All of them surrounding them. They they they've been looting our government. Uh, there's money missing from all over the place. One of the most accurate words I've heard is grifting. Yeah. They've, they've all been grifting off the treasury and, and, and you name it. You know, what about all the inauguration money? There's like $100 million missing? Because people have said, look, Obama's cost this much, the Bush's cost this much, uh, Trump raised this much, and we can only account for X amount. And uh, of course, we all know it was the biggest oh, of course. ever. Period. As Sean, hey Sean Spicer, how'd that work out for you? Still, his high point has been dancing with the stars, and let me tell you, that was no high point. Uh, it's all it's right, a- my friend. Um, you have got the uh, got the floor for about a good solid. Uh, 25 minutes here to let loose on whatever it is you're going to, oh, you're going to put the screen up for it. I love it. As this is Temper Tantrum Tuesday, I leave you now with my friend, my co-host, my favorite painting name. Oh, get on with it already. Mr. Ed Van Ness. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. So, so, let's start with the other day. The other day, last week, I went to the doctor. They sent my prescriptions over to, to my drugstore. One of my prescriptions was still under my former doctor's name down in South Florida. Well, it took till today to get that sorted out. But they wouldn't have that one ready for me. So I got my other prescriptions. And I asked very politely. I said, but how long would it be? How long would it take for, um, for it to be ready? Well, we're really backed up. Could be a half hour or so. I said, you know what? Just give me the text. They text me when stuff is ready. I'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll make a, arrangements because I'm trying to be a nice guy. Oh, by the way, I came up with a, with, with a new description of myself today. It dawned on me. Thanks to COVID. Thanks to COVID. I'm a man of leisure. <laughs> nah, nothing, nothing. I think it's hilarious. I'll work on it. So I leave, I leave the, uh, the store picked up a couple of things that I needed got on the bike made my way home got comfortable I'm a little a matter of fact as soon as uh, as soon as I turned the corner after leaving the drugstore I get the text oh your uh, your item is ready well what the I was I would geez Hmm. All right. All right. We'll just, I'm thinking we'll just have them, we'll have them deliver it. 
They throw it in the mail, or maybe I'll go by tomorrow. All right. So, I get home, and I'm eagerly, well, not eagerly anticipating, but I ordered something Sunday night. And because of the holiday, uh, it wouldn't be here until today. I ordered a Fire TV stick. Now, John, do you know what that is? Don't nod. Speak up. There you go. So I I had been rooting around on the internet. I was trying to rethink how am I going to watch my Dolphins this year. And and I kind of came across it. And I've been meaning to look into this. So the price was right. I said, well, gosh darn it, let me order one. This seems like it'll be very, very entertaining. And I've got, you know, this way everything will be on my TV. I don't have to go onto the tablet and pull the apps. Okie dokie. I get home. I no sooner get comfortable. Doorbell rings. There's Mr. Amazon. Thank you very much. Here's my package. Here's my fire stick. So carefully following the directions, I get in there and I set it up. And uh, I spent about 45 minutes installing and uninstalling and rebooting and restarting and whatever else you can think of. Could not get any sound to come out of my TV. Sound worked on my rig- uh, on my cable box with my cable. Not a peep. Not a peep, not a sound, not a murmur, not a whisper. So after about 45 minutes of this, I finally found the customer service number for Fire TV Stick. Spoke to somebody in the Philippines who then transferred me over to the, the wonderful Mary in Costa Rica. Well, we spent two hours trying to get a gosh darn fire stick to work. Every time it wanted to download updates. And I kept saying to her, I said, well, it did this the first two times I, you know, I did it. I reset it to factory defaults. And uh, we must have done it a total of six times. And each time it takes about 15 or 20 minutes because there's like a 10 minute gap period where it's uninstalling and doing everything. So she would just call me back. And after about the third attempt, I said, how many of the, why am I not just getting the latest update? Oh, these are all the old updates that, that makes no sense. Why would I get an old update? I understand this thing's been sitting on, you know, you know, things change from the time it's packaged to the time we, we set it up. And I expect one update, you know, when I when I plug it in. I'm not, okay. No matter what we did, we couldn't get this thing to work. So now I'm not happy. I'm not happy at all. The only glimmer of hope was that it was Tuesday. Which meant I could bitch about it tonight. And here I am. So now, she tells me, she had mentioned this a couple times. Well, we'll uh, we'll just send you off a new one. You'll return the old one. Okay, that's that seems reasonable. So when when we finally got to the point of you know this ship is going down, it's like a Trump boat, man. It's just getting swamped. It's sinking. There's there's no help for any of us at this point. Fine. Okay. With with mild resignation. So she puts me on hold. She comes back. Now, mind you, I'm two and a half, almost three hours into this now. 
And I'm being excessively calm. I'm surprising myself telling this story. She says, well, how would you like your refund on an Amazon card? And mind you, Firestick is made by Amazon. This is, this is all the same company. Would you like an Amazon gift card or just have the money refunded onto your card? I said, neither. I'd like you to just send me another one. Oh, I've tried twice, and they tell me we can't do that. I said, look, you've been a real champ for me the past couple hours. But why don't you, when we're done here, and this is no, I mean, she was nice. She was very, she very helpful, very, very charming, very pleasant. I said, let me speak to the supervisor or somebody else or an agent or somebody that will be able to help me with this. Well, lo and behold, she comes back. She says, oh, I got, I was able to get it for you. Wonderful. So I get it. In the meantime, I got an email about returning the busted one. Yes, it's busted. Okay, I'm thinking I just got it thrown in an envelope. You know, she says, you'll, you'll have a label. I'm thinking they'll email me a, a, a USPS label. I just slap it on an envelope, send the, send the thing back. And uh, and away we go. Oh, no, no, no. I got to get my tired ass up and get to a UPS store. They send me a little QR code. And it tells me I got to have it out on the way to them by September 9th. Huh? That's tomorrow. Why, you salty sons of... So, I, uh... I pulled out Black Max, my bike. I haven't settled on that name. That's just. So we got the bike out again. We made our way over to the UPS store. We waited in line because that's what we do. And we did it physically distance. I don't like that term social distancing. That's another rant for another time. Had a pleasant conversation with a young lady. Uh, about everything that's been going on. I even let her cut the line because she had a handful of packages and I'm just that kind of guy. So I finally make my way up to the counter and they couldn't have been nicer about it. I had my little box with the fire TV stick that I had taped up. I had jammed everything back in there uh, as best I could. Just just the good stuff, not the paper and the, the, the filler. Uh so she scans my phone, gets the little QR code. I said, great. So that'll go out. And I'm just about to say, you know what? And she says, but that'll be a dollar. What? What am I paying a dollar for? Packaging. Wait a second. Uh, so it cost me a buck. Plus I had to get off my tired, fat, sweaty ass. And go over to... to, to, to uh, the, the, the UPS store. UPS store was nice. I, it's, I'm upset with Amazon right now. But wait, there's more. There's more. Now, I don't understand why this couldn't be an overnight item. First off, she was tell, uh, getting back to why I couldn't get it. Uh, Mary was telling me, oh, they're out of stock. I said, wait a second. You mean to tell me Amazon, this worldwide global Godzilla, doesn't have fire sticks? sitting around in some warehouse somewhere in these great United States of America. And again, I wasn't trying to take it out on her. She was very, 
very pleasant, very cordial. So, I'm burning up a little bit. Now, mind you, going back a little earlier in the day while I was ooting a boot, I did something I should not have done. I stopped at Wendy's and I got a big, big lunch. Oh, did I get a big lunch. I ate my big lunch. Fast forward now, I've come back from the UPS store and I'm looking at the time and I'm like, geez, I got a show to do. It's about 7 o'clock. I'm a little bit hungry. And I got stuff that's going to go bad. Well, I ate more than I should have. And right now, I feel like I weigh about 10,000 pounds. So I overate today. My fire stick didn't work. Uh, and people tried to fib to me. And you'll probably crap your pants when you go lay down and go to sleep tonight. I don't think I'll do that again. I call. Today. Well, okay. So you took care of it, taking care of that part earlier today. So Yes, I've already crapped my pants. Because if it's good enough for my president, damn it, it's good enough for me. You go. Absolutely. Now, I will admit, kids and kittens, that was not the most flame-inducing temper tantrum. You handled it very mildly. I think you handled that a lot better. You know, me. you know, I did a more rambunctious one uh, months ago when I did the phony one, when I got upset just to get upset, just to show you that I could do it. I'm still proud of that, by the way. Yeah. No, I don't think I could have handled that anywhere near as well as you did. I am shocked at how well I handled it. But you know what? She was pleasant. And and everything else that happened, who am I going to yell at? Who am I going to scream to? There's nobody. What am I going to do, call Jeff Bezos? Ha! <laughs> he and I haven't been on speaking terms for... You know, when you combine his money and mine, we are the richest two guys in the world. Oh, I I know. It's like the I just t- wish he I just wish he'd let you <laughs> in on a little bit more of his <laughs> half of the uh, portion there, if you will. Then you turn around and let me in on a little bit of that. Billy Crystal used to uh, when he would introduce Mickey Mantle to people, he would say, "Yeah, this is Mickey Mantle." But combined, he and I have whatever Mantle's home run total was. We have 600 and something. You know. <laughs> of course, Billy Crystal never hit a home run, a major league home run. So, oh, well. You feel better now? You feel like you... I still feel bloated. I've got some cramps. Well, I can't help you with the cramps or my friend. Are you sure? Are you sure I'm now? Positive. I'm positive. I cannot help. I, I cannot help you there. It sounds like you've got permanent menstrual syndrome there personally. But uh, Well, people have been saying that for the better part of 50-some-odd uh, years now. And uh, How about you? You got anything that's uh, got you all fired up here? No, you know, I got to tell you, today it, it went a pretty smooth, but I got a little something-something here. Well, now's the time. So, we were talking. Remember, I telling you we were getting uh, school runs. 
And yes. I'm actually surprised. They're, you see, a lot of what we do with these school runs are special needs kids. Correct. Who um, aren't helped by the uh, by the distance learning, per se. So they wind up sending them to class. A lot right. of times they're not sending, sending the other kids. Right, I thought so. And, but they've got, you know, they've got this strict... Uh, you know, you got to clean, you know, you got to make sure everything's clean and everything is, uh, you know, the way it should be and what have you and all the precautions that you're taking. But now they're wanting, the company is wanting the drivers, the owner operators of this uh, company, well, anybody, anybody that's doing these school runs, they want them to stop by the office once a week every monday they want the drivers to stop by the office and you know something i don't go to that office everything no, i do but no no why do they want you to stop by the office oh they want to do an inspection on it What's every every car has to have every car has to have two uh seat belts they got to make sure they've got enough of the cleaning solution right what's wrong with that uh, because the fact of the matter is, is I don't, like I said, I don't go to the office. Well, now you do. I don't need, I don't need you inspecting me, my car after 11 years. I know what the hell I'm doing. I keep my car cleaner than any other car on that fleet. Now, I haven't walked up to them and said, or sent an email and said, you really expect me to do that too? And yeah, okay, maybe I'm being a little bit of a prima donna here. Oh, you are. Oh, you are. But, there's no question. But I'm sorry. The thing is, is that I, the reason I do things the way I do is so I do not have to spend 60, 70 hours on the street. So I don't have to. So just for the sake of now of getting into a line once a week with a, with, uh, with a hundred other cars to, do their little thing and do their little inspection. Mm. Uh, if I need some more of their solution, if they're the only place in the Twin Cities that I could get this solution, I will gladly march my candy ass up there and get it. Mm. But I have no interest whatsoever in going up there just so they can peek in my car and make sure that everything is nice and clean when I know everything is clean in there. Well, there you just. And I know it. I will have the supplies that I need. Well, you just nailed it, John. You know it, and they don't. They should know it by now. Should, should, should my, should my eye. Should oh. my eye. Some of the guys that have been with me longest have been in the business the longest. Well, some of the worst guys, as far as uh, trusting, as far as getting things done for the car. Granted, different. They didn't own the car. I. I but honestly, if this is I. I think your uh, I think I think your diva side is showing here. Well, I think your diva you'll side. Ha you'll have to you'll have to forgive me on this. You see, the thing is, is, I'm still I'm still a little stinging from the crap they pulled on me uh, a month ago. I I understand that you're upset about that, and again, I'll reiterate, uh, what they did was not unreasonable. It's how they did it is what was unreasonable. They they should have brought you in and sat you down and spoke to you about that at the very right. least before. I, I don't disagree with that. 
But why they did it, I, I, I'm with them. Until Good. they should I'll have. I'll give them a call and see. I'll give them a call and see if they're looking for any more drivers. That's. I don't want to be a driver. <laughs> drivers. Drivers are nothing but trouble. <laughs> they don't want to come in for inspection. They pull all sorts of nonsense with the customers. Who needs them? Seriously, before you go uh, half off, half cocked here, or even fully cocked, even a quarter cocked, before. You get into a big, big tussle. Don't start off on a negative note. What you need to do, okay? One of my guys did this for years. He would, uh, the company had a couple of people out there doing the inspections, the weekly inspections, the biweekly inspections. It's one guy, Larry. Larry had been around a long time, owned cars and all that. Whenever he showed up at, at, and this is while he was driving one of my cars as well. Whenever he got to the office, he would just, you know, throw those guys a couple of bucks. Now, mind you, he kept his car spotless, but they, but he would also let them see it every now and again. He didn't wait in a big line. He didn't show up when everybody else was there, but he, he confirmed with them. Now, my suggestion to you is, you go the first couple of times and then you say hey look is there any chance I can then you start using your 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 street cred look I've been with you guys 11 years you have no problems blah 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 but to right off the bat say I'm not doing it I'd be you know you know what the, the worst part of it is though Ed, um, and I'm is, sorry to cut you off on is that. that is that I'm right no, the worst part of it is, is I wouldn't necessarily have a problem with it if this company was somewhere towards the central part of the metropolitan Twin Cities metropolitan area. Now you you you've seen a map of many. You've been to the Twin Cities, but you also seen a map. Minneapolis on the yes. west end, Paul on the east end, where mm-hmm. I live and start my day is south. Where that shop is, okay, up north and about four miles further west of Minneapolis. Driving from your house, how long does it take to get to the office? Easy half an hour. All right. So that's presuming you're starting from the house. I always do. Now, I mean, if you're going to head over there. Now, I imagine what it's going to be is a situation like this. Inspections are from 8 a.m., to 2 p.m. Pick your times, whatever they're going to be. Okay? Which means you have the better part of the day to find your way over there. They're not going to tell you be here at 9, 9.15. Okay? That's no. crazy. You got to have some leeway there. But again, I wouldn't push back initially. I would just suck it up the first couple of times. And by the way, see, uh, they'll probably realize very quickly... Weekly is a bit of a bear. They'll probably go bi-weekly. Half the cars... There's going to be... I'm not the only driver. I know damn well I'm not the only driver. You can kick back You can kick back I'm all you like. It doesn't mean they're not going to do it. Does not mean anything. I had drivers kick, at, kick back about things that I went ahead and did anyway. You don't like it? Leave. 
I mean here. And I explained to my drivers why I was doing certain things. Here, this is why I have to do this. Usually it's because a bunch of you clowns uh, were making my life miserable. So here's how we're going to do it now. And, uh, you know, but regardless of whatever the reason was, uh, if there's a reason I need to do something to have my company run, then that's what I'm going to do. I always gave my guys a couple of weeks notice on major policy changes or procedure changes. I never did anything. I never surprised my guys. Uh, I, I had, I had running arguments for years with the company over giving me notice about things. I would say that, look, just let me know if something's going to, you know, you tell me on, uh, on Monday morning that I got to make a change for Monday afternoon. I got 24 drivers I got to get a hold of. That's when I had 12, 13 cars. When I had more, you know, I have 40, 50 drivers I got to contend with. And you're not telling me anything. So, you know, that's what now, I was Let me ask you this. I know that uh, towards the end there, you were you had a camera in your car. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, did, you, have comp- did you have cameras in all of your cars that when you oh, were out no. there? Oh, no. No, at the end, the company had installed cameras. It's a great system. I oh. I'm all, I was all for it. I was all for it, man. I'll tell you what. If you don't have a dash cam now where the company installed all your own, I'm telling you, you're foolish. You're foolish. No, you're absolutely right. I totally agree with the idea of having the dash cam. What's wrong with two two uh, two aspects of it? One... Okay, every time I go to clean the car, uh-huh. I hit the little button on there so they can see that I'm cleaning the car. I actually bookmark a little spot on the video that says, here, here's me doing what I need to do to clean the car. With that, I already have, the, the other requirement is, is that you have two, um, two booster seats. Not a problem. I've carried two booster seats now for three years. You know, and I just don't want to look. It's going to be my luck. And I know this because whenever something like this comes up, come Monday, a week from today, come Monday, I'm going to start out in Egan. I'm going to probably wind up coming into St. Paul to get a ride. That's going to take me out to Stillwater, which is way out northwest. You know, I won't get anywhere near Minneapolis until noon or or later. And uh, that's just the way it goes. There are times when I don't get in that west metro area, that northwest metro area. And uh, that's why it irritates me. But who gives a damn (laughs) Alright, I guess it's time to say goodnight So For my good friend And guy that doesn't really give a shit About my opinion Mr. Red Van Ness I'm John Shannon I got the money See ya! See ya!